G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. We're giving our attention today to Bible prophecy. We've been talking about how important it is to get a focus and an understanding of what that Bible prophecy means for us today as believers. Camille, when we look at this Bible prophecy, we're talking about different types of prophecy, some of those called messianic prophecies. They look forward to Jesus in the Old Testament. Messianic prophecy, prophecy about Jesus, this is an affirmation to the Scriptures. It absolutely is, but let's take a look at Bible prophecy from the aspect of that it affirms Jesus Christ. What are the key reasons we believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, the Savior of the world, is because of fulfilled prophecy. I'm not talking about one or two. I'm talking about all kinds of examples of fulfilled prophecy. There is, let's say, Micah chapter 5 and verse 2, famous, famous messianic prophecy that basically says that out of Bethlehem of Judea, which is very small among the cities of Judea, out of it will come forth a ruler to God's people Israel whose going forth is from old, even from everlasting. Do you know what that prophecy is saying? It's first of all saying that the son of David, the Messiah, is coming out of Bethlehem of Judah, which makes sense because that's where David came from, like father, like son. The second thing it's saying is that this son of David had a pre-existence. Now, none of us human beings had a pre-existence. We don't believe in reincarnation. We believe that when we were born, this is the first time we made our debut on this planet. But we didn't have a conscious pre-existence. We had no pre-existence. Nevertheless, Jesus Christ did. He existed before he was born in Bethlehem. And this is affirmed both in John chapter 1, Colossians chapter 1, and so forth. But those are the two things, that he would be born in Bethlehem, that his going forth was from old, even from everlasting, implying he has a preexistence. The only one that qualifies for that is God himself. Hence, his divinity is affirmed through the fulfillment of this prophecy. Bear in mind that Joseph and Mary did not live in Bethlehem. They lived four days' journey away by foot in the Galilean city of Nazareth. And it was only because there was a Roman census imposed upon the people of Israel, that Joseph and Mary were forced to appear in Bethlehem to be numbered in the census so that they could be duly taxed. God used this rather iniquitous system of Roman taxation to fulfill Bible prophecy. It's as though the authenticity of Jesus, the Son of God, uh, born of the Virgin, and as you say, born in Bethlehem, the pre-existent one, It's as though his appearance is a part of 
what makes the Bible uh, an authentic document too, as God's Word, because it's a self-affirming document, because it contains prophecy. Absolutely. Well, again, why do we learn prophecy? It affirms Christ. We believe the ancient Hebrew prophets had an accuracy rate of 100%. They didn't get it wrong. They were moved by the Holy Spirit to give forth these prophecies. Another famous prophecy is, of course, Psalm 22, great messianic prophecy. The very first verse says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Where did we hear those words? From Jesus on the cross. But of course, it doesn't just stop there. It has other predictions about what happened to Jesus when he was on the cross. It says, I can count all my bones. They looked and stared at me. They divide my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lot. Now, that's verse 18. Did they not do that at the passion of Jesus? Take his garments and cast lot. Who's going to get this beautiful, seamless thing? Yes, Neil, this is just two little examples, good examples, I should say, that prophecy affirms Christ. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.